0: And I had to figure out things that worked for us. I had to just toss out all the money I had spent and all the time I had spent for all these other things that were supposedly going to be the magic answer. And I had to actually look at my specific family. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently abled children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips you've spent hours researching, you realize that they do not work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley, and in this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers. Our focus is going to be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your family's health, your home, and in your time. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that is sustainable and that does not add to overwhelm, and who also has seen amazing breakthrough by switching to a more natural lifestyle, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I am gonna take time with this very first episode just to share a little bit about myself, to share why I want to do this podcast, and um, just to let you get to know me a little bit more, and then also what you can expect from this podcast. My husband and I have been married for thirteen years, and we struggled with infertility for five years and We ended up getting pregnant after I discovered I had an autoimmune thyroid disease and some other stuff going on. We were able to get that under control, and we were able to get pregnant with our oldest child and then, in a the span of three and a half years, we had four children total. We do have a set of twins in there, but as our children began to grow and develop, we started to realize that some of them had some delays. Um, you know, speech developmental delays, different things like that, just varying struggles that required therapies and outside resources and just just kind of some different challenges that we came up against. We have also struggled with food allergies, anaphylaxis, um, food sensitivities, things like that, pandas, which is an autoimmune response to strep. We've just kind of had a, a whole list of things that we came up against um, as my children were growing and getting older. Part of this is me just wanting to share a little bit about my journey and I have my own health issues and we have really turned to more of like a natural lifestyle. We see a natural doctor, just so many different things that we have done that have helped um, to improve our health, to help to improve our communication with our children because we do have speech delays, things like that. Not even just natural living, but we've also have so many resources that I have tried tons of resources throughout the years. And I just wanted to create a place where, as moms, we could share and come together, especially if you're looking to, you're on this journey of, I really do feel like I want to take back control of my family's health, but I have no idea where to start. I have pretty much done most everything. Like, I've tried so many different things. Lots of them have failed. Lots of them haven't been a good fit for our family. I have navigated that world of food allergies, food sensitivities, I think between all of my kids and myself currently, we have about 25 different foods that we either are allergic to, we're sensitive to, or we're having a cross-reaction to because we do have autoimmune issues with myself and other people in our family. So we just struggle a little bit with food. So just these battles with like, okay, how do we have a natural lifestyle? How do we clean up the products in our home? How do we improve the quality of our food while also juggling you know, sensory processing disorder where there are some issues with food textures or, you know, just not being able to try a lot of new foods, not a lot of food variety, while also really juggling with the fact that we had so many food sensitivities, food allergies, different things like that. And just trying to work around that, you know, giving my kids the best nutrition I could possible while trying to work around these challenges. So there's just so many things in the area of natural living of fueling our body with good foods, you know, looking outside of um, the foods we're eating if we're sh- if we're struggling with our kids to get foods in as far as supplements and things like that. There's just so many different things that you can do and you know, I have done a lot of research myself and I have taken on a lot of different things that we've tried in our home, but I've also many times gotten to the point where I realized I had done all I could do for my family within the realm that I had the knowledge that I had and so we would and we still do frequently reach out to our naturopath and we get her direction because that has helped us tremendously to be able to join hands with someone else who has more knowledge more education and can really guide and direct me on the right path of, hey, let's try this for your family. So I just want to be able to create a place where moms can come together and regardless of if we're all deciding to do the same thing, like, you know maybe we're not all following the same type of standards for how, what we consider clean or natural living well that doesn't matter because we all have to decide what works for our family and especially whenever you have children who have uh, different needs so the dynamics of the home can be so different from anyone else around you so you really do have to tailor it to what works for you and your family and i'm a big believer of start with one thing and build from there I think whenever you are already in a state of overwhelm of trying to care for your children and make sure that they're okay and try to get them the therapies and the services and the resources that they need, trying to tackle in, I'm going to change every product that we put in our mouth, every product we put on our skin, every product that we use in our home all at once is just not feasible. So I think, you know, really building on, hey, how can we find one thing that you can switch out and let's build from there? So that's something that I feel very passionate about because I've seen such a huge, tremendous change for myself and for my family in the way of our health, and I feel very strongly about that. And so to touch a little bit on the fact of that overwhelm that I was discussing, you know, I we tried for five years to have a child, and then in a matter of three and a half years, we had four children, and several of those children were struggling with communication or were having, um, you know, just different sensory issues. Just a lot, it was a lot of different things, and it was with more than one child. And so I was just in a in a mode of survival. Um, I had stepped into this journey of motherhood, and of course I had waited, you know, longer than a lot of people do for that for that to happen, and then it was not at all what I expected it to be. I, there were a lot of challenges that I, ex- I did not expect. You know, I had this idea of, like, we're going to have these play dates with friends, and... We're going to be chatting and talking all the time, and it's just going to be this wonderful, beautiful thing. And while it is this wonderful, beautiful thing, it is not the wonderful, beautiful thing that I thought it would be. It's very different than what I thought. However, it's so wonderful and beautiful. I love my children. They're precious. I would not change them for the world. But whenever we come up against that expectation and it's not what we thought, and then on top of that, there was this learning curve of... I had no idea how to communicate with a nonverbal child. I had no idea how to help a nonverbal child to, you know, learn different ways to be able to communicate with me. And so I'm so thankful for our therapist because they honestly have just helped me. They've, I've kind of grown up with my children um, in the way of knowledge of how to just work with them, how to be patient, how to be kind, how to adapt, and really just to think about things from their point of view. And that's something that I truly do want to share. It's just that, that mindset shift um, that we can bring into our life every single day of thinking about things the way that they see it, but then also how can we shift what we think about everything? You know, what we think about something really matters more than what is actually happening because whatever we think to be true is our reality. And so, If we can think about things in a different way, in a a way that's actually going to decrease our overwhelm, that's going to help us to feel like, hey, we're on the right track. We're accomplishing things. We are moving forward in the right direction. Then that is just going to give us just the encouragement and the motivation to keep moving forward, to keep moving in the right direction, and to keep going. Because it can be very overwhelming and it can be very isolating at times because like I mentioned earlier you have these images of playdates or birthday parties and then they don't happen or you take a child to a birthday party and the large crowd overwhelms them and they get overstimulated and you end up walking around with them outside and not actually getting to participate and so there's just so much that's kind of wrapped up into all of this um you know the feeling of overwhelm the feeling of isolation not knowing what to do just i wanted to create a place where moms could have a just a little safe area of the online space to be able to say hey someone else gets it someone else understands someone else is here that maybe is a few years ahead of me along this journey and doesn't have it all figured out i don't have it all figured out at all but i do want to share with you what I what I have learned and what has helped us. And I do want to do it in a way that protects my children's privacy. So that's very, very important to me to make sure that I'm not sharing any of their private information or, um, you know, just sharing anything that they might not feel comfortable, you know, years down the road with me having shared. But the point of this community is not about sharing about my children anyways. The point of this community is to bring together the mamas who we have a common thread, regardless of what diagnosis your child does or does not have, it doesn't really matter. Typically, we have this common thread of feeling like our lifestyle, our family dynamics just don't fit with those around us. And, you know, we can, I just remember, I think back to how many times, how many hours, honestly, I have spent researching systems for my home, routines for my home. You know, I homeschool my children. So like curriculum for my child, like all these things, time, money, resources. And I would say 90% of the time they don't work for my family. They just, they don't work. And there's nothing wrong with these resources. They're wonderful. They're amazing. But whenever you have a child who requires extra support, who requires maybe their brain just is wired differently. They think differently. They need movement. They need to be able to communicate it in a way that's not just we're sitting down and we're at a desk or I you know I can't just explain to them that this is our schedule and we're going to stick with it there are just all these different things that are unique to my family or unique to your family that a family that does not have a child who has a disability or who has some kind of special needs they're not going to be able to relate to it and so that's another thing another big piece of this for me has been in those years of just complete and utter overwhelm. I mean, overwhelm. I had to figure out some routines and some habits for my family. And I had to figure out things that worked for us. I had to just toss out all the money I had spent and all the time I had spent for all these other things that were supposedly going to be the magic answer. And I had to actually look at my specific family and build habits off of us, not off of someone else's System that works, you know, seems to work for so many other people. I had to accept that it wasn't going to work for my family and that I could figure out something that would. And so it's so important for me to be able to share with you not necessarily a cookie cutter uh, routine or habit that you can create. It's not that because your family looks different than mine too. So it would just be the same problem over and over. However, giving you some ideas so that you can take those ideas and then look at your family. And one by one, you start implementing one idea and then another and then another. And then they build on each other over time to the point where you're not really even thinking about it anymore. It's just something you do. Like, I pick out clothes for my children once a week. It's just something I do. And then I don't think about what they're wearing the next morning ever. And my husband, he can get up and help start helping help to get the children dressed And there's no back and forth of like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? What are we not going to do? What are they wearing? How warm is it? I've already looked at the weather. I've already pulled out their bins. They have pajamas. They have everything ready to go. And that's something I've done for probably four years And the reason why I say it has to be so individualized is because that system works amazing for me. But you may have children who they don't need you to pick out their clothes. And so for you, that really wouldn't save you any time because they're already picking out their own clothes anyways. So then what can we look at in your life for you to be able to create something, a system, a routine that is basically going to go onto autopilot so it's no longer taking up space in your brain. Because I still had to take care of my home, I still had to make sure that we we had food, all of these different things, but I just did not have the mental space in my brain to give at that point. I had small children. I had children who were struggling. I was struggling. I was struggling with my own health issues. I just needed a solution that was going to work for my family And that was going to allow me to not have to think about it. And so with this podcast, that's really what I want to do is I want to bring to you these different biblically based mindset shifts that we can create to really just impact our entire life. I want to help you to think about what are some different ways that you can create habits and routines in your home that is going to help you to free up mental space. You know, how can we switch your home to a more natural lifestyle? Because the big thing is, is if you don't feel well or your children don't feel well, regardless of whatever diagnosis they have, um, you know, if their stomach is bothering them, if they're eating foods that they're reacting to, if their gut health is off, if they're chronically having eczema because they're eating foods that they're reacting to, there's just this whole chain of events. And when you don't feel well, it's very hard to show up and be present. And on top of that, it also just really creates an atmosphere in the home of a lot of times chaos because no one feels well. It kind of feels like no one's in charge because everything's out of control. So I want us to be able to figure out how can we take back our homes? How can we take back our health, our family's health? How can we take back our mindset, our heart, you know, and give these things to the Lord, really surrender them to the Lord and then start to see positive impact and i'm not talking in a way of we have to fix everything all at once and so that really it's just not feasible and especially if you are a mom who is caring for children who have some kind of disability or who are differently abled it can just be something that is very emotionally or physically taxing depending on what's going on or both and so for us to have the expectation of ourselves that okay, I need to do this for my family, and so I have to do it all at once. Like, we need to switch to a more natural lifestyle, and we're going to do everything at once. We need to have habits, and we're going to implement seven new habits this week. I feel like it's just setting ourselves up for failure. We have to realistically look at our lifestyle and realize that it requires a lot of us. It is typically high demand, and that's okay. We own that, and we say, so what is one thing I can do? Because I can do one thing. And one of my favorite things that I say to myself, because I used to expect everything to be perfect. And I will tell you, the Lord has used my children time and time again, and I'm sure the same with you, for me to realize that perfect does not matter. And I don't need it. I don't need perfect. You know, my house is messier than I would like a lot of times, but it's because my children are learning and they're creating crafts and they're doing amazing, wonderful things. And I've just really... Learn to lean into that, to lean into the imperfection. So, now one of the things that I love, absolutely love to say to myself whenever I'm working on something is, or not even to myself, I also will say it to other people in my home as well, is I will say, Well, it's better than it was before. And I actually don't mean that as a dig. I love it. I'm like, You know what? No, it's not done. Or I wanted to do more, but it didn't get accomplished. But guess what? It's better than it was before. And that actually is very satisfying for me is to say it's better than it was before which means I'm making progress and progress is really all that I'm looking for I hope you'll just come along with me I really just my heart is to build a community of people who are really just united under the banner of following and loving Jesus and really trying to show up as the best moms that we can for our kiddos who are differently abled I really want to build a place of encouragement And also where we're looking for things to improve, where we're looking to be overcomers. Because that is so important to me that I view my children as overcomers. And I view myself as an overcomer in Jesus. So I hope that you will join us, you know, as we go along on this podcast and just building this community of other people so that we can create a place of support for one another. Whether or not we're making the exact same choices, that really doesn't matter. Because we all know and we trust that we're doing the absolute best for our children, that we feel is the absolute best for our children. And what's best for your children may not be best for my children. And that's totally okay. Or you may be further down the journey than I am in another area. And that's also okay. But just creating this place of trust and respect for each other, that also helps us to really just avoid that isolation that so often can happen. You know, it can be such a struggle to be able to really get locked into a friendship community or a faith community, a church, these, all these different things, it can really be a struggle to do that whenever you have children that may not be able to participate at a, you know, at a level where they could just go to class or they could just do this thing or that thing. And so I really just also wanted to create a place for moms to be able to come and be supported in the Lord um, from one another. But You know, also let's say, hey, let's take back our health and our home and our family. Let's do all of these things and let's do it in a way where we acknowledge that our family looks different and we are okay with that. And we are going to be surrounded by other people who totally get it and who are here to help and support us. So I really hope that this episode just lets you get to know a little bit more about me. This is all just an introduction, basically, episode. You know, we're really going to dig in on all of these different topics I just kind of wanted to share a little bit about myself, let you get to know me a little bit better and to understand my heart behind this podcast and also really where I want it to go. So I hope that you've enjoyed this and I hope that you are looking forward to our next episode and I will see you back next time. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share it with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can head over to our free Facebook community, Special Kind of Motherhood, to connect with me and other like-minded mamas. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.